Welcome to episode 146. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby. How you guys doing? Ooh, good, man. Good, man. Finally got a break from the rain. Yeah, but it's coming back in a few days. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Here, but Wednesday, yeah. right? Wednesday and then the rest of the week? Yeah, Something pretty like much. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, horrible. Yeah. Got to enjoy like those. And I think it's like partly cloudy tomorrow. But it was like super clear today. So it was like a really, really nice day. You got like the, you know, the white uh, mountains, you know, in the backdrop. So yeah, we're know, really. Is. Yeah, we're probably just. <laughs> if you look real good close, you can see the house at the top of the peak. And I, I'll be waving back at you. <laughs> the little, like the little smoke coming out. Yeah. Probably a cooking fireplace some, some chimney. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of animal that you caught surely i wish i mean it's not that it's not it's not it's not that bare bones out here <laughs> that's what i but, but seriously dude like that's what i always think of when i think about um like lancaster um which is um, right next to where you live like it's, it's lancaster lancaster yeah it's just like farms and and hillbillies sorry sorry if anybody in lancaster listens to us there's no, it's not even farms and hillbillies. It's mostly Latinos and yeah. and stuff like that. Like you have it completely wrong. Latinos still have farms, and they're still Latino hillbillies. All right. All uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. That, all that right. is true. <laughs> got you there. Got you there. Mm. Uh, they're uh, just not oh. you know, hillbillies in the sense of like suspenders and or uh, overall not suspenders. Imagine, imagine like a. Um, uh, a farmer out there with like, uh, you know, suspenders like, um, like three piece suit suspenders. Uh huh. Out there working in the field. A three piece suit, an actual suit. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking I'm not about. understanding. Yeah, I'm not understanding I'm, you, man. I'm freaking drowning here. Come on, guys. You're true. You just, instead Jeez. of just trying, why don't you just move on? <laughs> you must have had a really long weekend, David. Goodness <laughs> gracious. It's been, it's been long. I've had I've have I've had a visitor in my house um, this week, so it's been it's been kind of interesting. Like I get home and then you know and I have company, so it's 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 been a little. Um, you have visitors? Yeah, I do. Uh, my my mother in law is staying with us for uh, she's been here for like a week uh, because uh, you know she's getting some some stuff remodeled at her at her place. So she's been uh-huh. here and like I get home and and it's just it, it's not. It's just like one of those things where like you have to kind of be like extra conscious of things that you're doing when you get into the house, you know, make sure that you're um, kind of not I, I don't want to say it's like be on your best behavior, but it's just like you have company. So you're like you're you're, right. you're in company behavior. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. You know, there's a difference. Your mother-in-law is not company. It's not company behavior. You, I don't want to get there, but I I feel like this is going to be the first episode in a long time that Cruz actually presses play on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it totally is. It totally is. It definitely definitely is. And I want to preface preface that by saying this like this, (laughs) I want to, I want to preface this by saying is is since this is probably the only episode that's going to come out before Valentine's Day, honey, I love you. And (laughs) it's been a joy to have your mom here, but (laughs) 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 no, but, but you know what I mean? Like you get home and it's just like, Oh, I have to make sure that I pick up my dishes. And cause you know, when you're, when it's just you, it's like think, di- things are different. You know, you're, you're a little bit more comfortable. And, um, you know, she usually, like, 
I had to like set up the uh, Donovan's bedroom for her because she's been staying there, and then Donnie's been sleeping in what will be Andrew's room. Um, so you know, just like I set up the TV for her so she can watch TV upstairs, um, or you know, get home and and they'll be cooking. They'll cook something that you know smells that don't normally come from my house are are in here. So it's just <laughs> it's just been you know, it, it, I haven't been able to just like chill out and kick my feet up and play FIFA, you know, without the, the, the worry of being judged about it. You know what I mean? Oh, see, that's a problem there. If you can't like do that in your own home, that's a problem. Oh, well, Lewis took it there. I was, I was biting my tongue. No, <laughs> see, see, cause like when, when, when my mother, my, my mother-in-law is over here, unless she's like watching TV I take my dick out someone. and say, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> like, this is what I do. This is my house. I play FIFA naked. <laughs> so either you have to put up with that or I go back home. <laughs> I really don't want to. I, I don't want to go there. Um, <laughs> I went to the extreme, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I would. I really would do that. I really and that FIFA one naked. phrase got us the rated R for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Here we are. We're working, we're working toward like, you know, being a, a little bit more PG thirteen rather than rated R. Commercial. Just straight up with NC seventeen. Let's talk about porn now. <laughs> I, was saying, I was just about to say, and at ten thirty p.m. That's Lewis time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. so everybody, if you're listening right now, no matter what time it is, you got to pause it until 10.30 p.m. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you guys better uh, hurry up because uh, it's almost Lewis time. <laughs> oh, you mean off the pot? Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> well, if you guys well, want yeah. to come in, by all means. <laughs> everybody, please uh, subscribe no. to Lewis's cam show. It's another uh, L.A.'s or house uh, side thing, but it's himself. <laughs> LA is uh, our house with the lights off, man. <laughs> uh, I, I would totally cam if I knew people would actually watch it. Oh, dude. <laughs> no one's going to watch don't. me. Please Nobody don't. watches me. No one's going to watch me. Strangers watch whatever, man. <laughs> and there's some there's some neat stuff out there, man. It's... <laughs> Uh, I guess so. Was it? Was it? I think there was an SNL skit this past weekend. We got to get to the game in a minute, but there was an SNL skit this past weekend, and uh, it was a family, and the dad came out to the family that he was he was doing cam videos, and that he like sits on cakes. (laughs) 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 And I was like, that sounds real. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds. That sounds like one of the writers came across that was like, oh my god, this is a thing. (laughs) Or it's his thing. Or it's his, or or it's his thing, yeah, yeah. He watches <laughs> that. He goes for that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Like listeners, if you're out there, like see if you can find a a cam person who no, just like they're gonna just, they're gonna send it to us. No, all no, they, no. All, no. They do, all they do is God damn bananas. it, David. Like, you don't no think nudity, ahead. There's nothing involved. There's no weird stuff. They're just just peeling bananas. Just you know? send it to Broken Winner Twenty Two. No. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. I'm going to punch your ass in the face, dude. Punch <laughs> my ass in the face. No, I don't know. There was just a lot of things I was holding back. A lot of words I was holding back. So those are the words that came out. Is this a new cam? I was going to say, David, save it from the cam. Save it from the cam. Punch your ass in the face. That's Lewis's new cam show. <laughs> oh, God. We just found our actual title. So if you still want to hear him talk about soccer, but in a different... 
genre. Please. Oh, it took Follow, a really, please. really weird turn. <laughs> this is what happens when you guys don't look at the notes. Hey, man, I was the one that said move on like a this while ago. Yeah, the notes, move on the notes said opening banter be funny. This is about... <laughs> There it is. You, you allow this. You allow this door to be open, Dave. I'm sorry. It's, that's you, true. Shit. That's, that's, that's true. true. I did. I did turn this cam on. You're right. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. How do we get lost on cams? My I don't know. my note. My note hey, clearly hey, says hey, hey, Tam. T A M. Tam. Tam. All right. Well, we're talking so about the galaxy. Now. So the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah on. Bringing that into the awkward phase there, Bobby. Uh, yes, my note actually says Geo as a TAM player, not Geo as a CAM player. So let's let's talk a little bit about that because that's something that came up like, what, a day after I think we recorded last week and we even recorded late last week, didn't we? No, we I recorded on Tuesday. I don't remember. Oh, oh did we did. We did. Okay, you're right. We're recording yeah. early this week. It's Monday. Um yeah. So we, we don't get to cheat off of Josh's homework this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is why we have to talk about camming. <laughs> so it came out last week that um, the Galaxy are trying to get Giovanni Dos Santos to restructure his contract. and Or basically, you know, tear up the old one, sign a new one. Which would make him a TAM player in 2019. So that means that next year, if this happens... Gio will make $1.5 million. There's a lot on deal. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's going to go back up the year after that, or maybe they sell him. But the fact that we have to talk about the year after that is the huge, huge, huge red flag for me here. Because if we do this, it's because we have to extend his contract. So on the one hand, Gio's not a DP anymore. On the other hand, Gio's still going to be on the team. This is all bad, right? Yeah, this is. I think this is just the Galaxy posturing, trying to. They're basically playing chicken with Gio. I don't. I don't know if they're. Once again, Gio has to sign off on this. He can't just say, "I'm taking a five million dollar pay cut this year, so that I can stay on the." T- I mean, so I can stay on the team. He has to sign off on it. I'm not sure if they're playing with chicken as much as this is the only way around this. And, you know, I mean, there's so many things that I I could say about this. Number one, yes, Jill will remain on the team. Number two, becoming a TAM player, if you're going to keep Gio, is probably... I really, really hate to use the word fair here because... It, it's still completely unfair that he would be making that type of money, even if it is a $5 million pay cut. But when you're talking about the three DPs on the team, and you're saying one of well, aside from Slotan, either Jonathan or Allison Drini would have to take that pay cut to restructure. This is the fairest thing where the one who didn't deserve to be the DP is the one that's going to get their contract restructured. I guess. But the, here's the thing. Keeping him... It's like a soft slap. On the wrist. <laughs> no, it, it, I don't even think it's that because there is more to this than just taking a pay cut. If, if Regardless, it, it's not that you're – well, we're assuming that Gio was going to make $6.5 million in 2019. 
So it's not like $5 million is just like, okay, like we're not paying you the $5 million, you're paying you the $1.5. One way or the other, the Galaxy still owe Gio $6.5 million. That is what's remaining on his contract. So restructuring it is, we'll pay you the six point five, million, but it's going to have to be spread out. So it means that Gio is going to be on the team longer than what his original contract um, had on it. So instead of being gone in 2019, at the very least, he's here for at least one more season after this one. And if we're going on the assumption, and we don't know the details, or and this has not been made official yet, but if we're going on the assumption that he will be tammed up the rest of the way, you're going to have to add another, what, $5 million. That's another three seasons in TAM money. So that would run him through, theoretically, 2022. Extremely horrible. However, I, the thing is, is that this DP problem is only for this season. Because next season, they theoretically do not have this problem. Right. Zlatan well, is is only signed through one year. Depending on what he does this year or how he feels that he can, if he feels yeah. he can continue, he will return. If he feels like, nope, you know what, just I depends on what he wants. That's it. Just right, depends exactly. On what he wants. You know, so if he doesn't come back, you can. That's one spot right there. Um, I don't know if Jonathan's contract is up this this year. You know, we had that mysterious. Oh, I have five years left on my contract. You know, quote that happened last season. So. Um, I'm not sure when Jonathan's contract expires. I got to assume it's it's this year. And but, but if they um, give him a raise, but they give him a raise. This, uh, let okay, let let's say they 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 pull off this thing with Gio. I would imagine that they'll have to restructure Jonathan to be able to give him more money. Um, not necessarily to like slide some cash over to your brother, but I think it's more of a. Um, I don't know this, maybe, maybe this is more of like an agent, you know, kind of like, Hey agent, thanks for making this happen for us. And, uh, and, and, and they make it do it. Um, or they, they, you know, that's how they, they end up, uh, playing funny money here. Well, a lot of speculation is going to, uh, Gio's dad, which is also his agent. Oh, gee. Um, that's news to said, me. Really? Or are you being sarcastic? No, no, no. We're, we're being sarcasm. <laughs> that's sarcasm. That okay. was... I knew David was being sarcastic. I wasn't sure if Bobby was being sarcastic. Um, You've been talking about it for over a season. Two. 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 That's why I said it, over a season, but. Yeah. Uh, true, true. This is true. All right. Loophole. Um, well, I mean, I, it, the, the speculation is that his dad went out and tried to shop him around. There was no market. And he basically came back and said, look, there's no market for you. Um, you're going to have to, you know, dumb this contract down so that you have somewhere to play that is, the next that season is or two. That is an extremely big assumption because you have to remember that Zizinho and Gio have massive egos. I don't think Zizinho came back and said, well, gee, there's no market for you. <clears throat> what he would probably told Gio was all these other, all these other people don't want to pay you what you're worth. And so you're not, you know, we're not selling you to, or we're not going to allow the Geo's presence to grace these other teams. I don't think it, it was the like, well, you suck, son. So I can't sell you. You have to take a, a reduced uh, fee over here. 
Well, think about that. It, it would make sense as to why he wouldn't want to sign off on a buyout. Like he's taking a five million dollar pay cut. I know he's making six point five million guaranteed, but it's one thing to put six point five million in one year and six point five million in three or four. Like if he buys out, he gets six point five million regardless this season, and then gets to play somewhere else and make another whatever amount of money. If there is no market for him, that's it. Like, if nobody's going to want to sign him, then that's it. Like, he's done. Like, his career is practically over. He might as well go to China or Saudi Arabia, which he's probably not going to do. I mean, so, he'll get a so, lot so, of money. He'll get that money back in one year if he does who? that. I'm actually yeah. very surprised there that was they a, didn't but, try to pawn him off on Vissel Kobe. But there was, but again, with the no trade clause in his contract, Maybe China did want him because remember that the whoa, there was a team that wanted right. to take the, the him off the galaxy's hand, but Geo said thanks, but no thanks. Now we don't know where that that offer came from. It could very well have been somewhere in Asia or the Middle East or Africa. I don't know. I, well, there I was a, I don't think any African um, I'm just teams saying. are out there paying trying to pay yeah, for Geo. I'm just saying. Um, um, no, no, no. But seriously, like. There is a if there is a no trade clause, and you have to assume there is a no trade clause. That doesn't include no selling Geo. It's it, he just can't be traded for you know draft picks and and no, that's now. not what it no, that's uh, not what it means. He he gets to veto like the the there, there's two pro, like there's two process uh two things in this process. Number one, you gotta like the, the teams negotiate with each other. Let, let's say there's a transfer fee talk or whatever, and then the player has to agree whether or not he wants to go with that team. Like it, it, it's a little different. Like, and he, if he has a no trade clause, he can veto any, a, any move. There, there has that, to be, there has to be a, a monetary value to that though. You know what I mean? Like you're right, telling but, me that you're telling me that no, some I team agree. in China doesn't come and say, well, we'll pay a $20 million transfer fee. To, you know, no, the galaxy will agree to that. Whether Geo, well, some of that goes to the player. No, the transfer fee does not go to the player. It goes to the organization. The 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 player can either restructure his contract. He's going the 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 new team would have to pick up his contract at six point five million dollars for this season, which is probably one of the biggest like reasons why nobody is is uh, jumping on that deal. One point five million would probably be a lot easier to take than six point five. And someone did want to take him off our hands, but Gio said no. He wanted to stay here. So no, like you cannot just pawn him off wherever you want. He obviously wanted to stay here for whatever reason, and if that meant taking a five million dollar pay cut, then yeah, so do be nothing it. But and make bank. Yeah, but then that's why, the point. Then why restructure why, him? Then why why like why do it? Why try and restructure him? Because, because he, it's because just going to no because it's just going to deepen because those ties. It's the only option that they have. It's the, right, it's the only option that you have. This is the only way to get around it. Unfortunately, this is this is the mess that continues to be the uh, Chris Klein uh, era of the, these decision making of this decision making process. That Geo was the correct move, although everybody. You know, on the coaching staff and the GM said, "No, we don't want this guy. It's this the residual guy, fucked upness." Yes, and it continues to fuck us over because it's not just oh, Gio remains on the team. Well, you know what? He has to earn his spot because 
Skeleto is probably just going to play the best players. He's not just going to um, put him in there because he's paying $1.5 million. That's not, no, I, I think it's going to happen because, I mean, we'll get, we'll get to the game later. I, I'll bring up that point a little later on. But let's just say that that's true. He's, he, let's say he rides the bench the whole, uh, the whole season. This still affects us because now there's $1.5 million in TAM money that you have to now pay Geo instead of buying or instead of getting another defender, which you desperately still need. That is how he's still hurting this team. Just by being that TAM yeah, player. He's, he's a weight. I mean, he's just a super weight in all, all types of ways. And the fact that he's gonna, he could possibly be here past 2019 should be so upsetting because even one, one season more, one game more than his original contract stated is just one game way too much. Look, either way, if we are not able to uh, make this deal with Geo, we're gonna have to tam somebody down, restructure somebody, whether that's Alessandrini, whether that's uh, Jonathan. That's still the max budget, you know, TAM that we're going to be wasting where we could be getting another defender. So, you know, if it's Gio or if it's Alessandrini or if it's Jonathan, it's it's all the same. We're not going to get that. Right. We're not going to get that. So, I mean, the the, the option is buy him out, which we already talked about. You know, what if that number for buying him out is higher than what his contract is worth? Um, But, I mean, you know, offer him him $10 million. Here's $10 million to go away. You tell no, me he's not going to sign off on that? I don't know if he wants to sign off on that. There's a reason why no. he wants to stay in LA. He's an idiot. Well, well I mean, we don't know his entire contract clause, so I guess. I mean, I, 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 I it's just, it's just ridiculous that this guy is going to continue to affect. I'm pretty, the team. I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's milking every little thing that he can out of it. I'm I think sure. still, so honestly, he can do as little, do as little, make as, and make more, make as much as he can. You know what I mean? I, I still have a feeling that this is the galaxy. It is the galaxy. Try, it, it is this is the galaxy trying to <laughs> trying to kind of like play chicken with them and, and say, look, no, here's the I, offer, I, here's the deal we're gonna give you. Um, right now, it just and, sounds and, like and he's winning team, constantly because if he's on this team, oh, he's, he's winning. The other deal, the other teams, another team can see that deal and say, oh, he's willing to do that. Okay, maybe we will take him on for such and such, and then he's not even in a galaxy uniform when the season starts. This, this is this is maybe where you're hoping the summer. This Your is fantasies where, are crazy. Yeah, this is where you're hoping. This is where you're hoping that the new restructuring contract would have a would have no no trade clause. I, I, I don't I, think, I don't think the galaxy will make a contract without uh, with with a no trade clause again. And I don't think Gio would sign off on restructuring the contract without that clause still being there. No, I don't. Otherwise, I, I, I don't think so uh, I think otherwise, the rela- I think he knows that the relationship is soured so much that. This is going to be kind of like his last uh, way to 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 get something out of this, and then he'll be gone. I really, I honestly I, don't think that he has. I mean, I mean, it's really obvious that he has no interest in being part of this organization anymore. But I also I think, think that for a long while now. I, yeah, the I, thing is, I, I I know that he doesn't care about the team. I know he doesn't care about the crest, but for whatever reason, he doesn't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at the season ticket holder event uh, up in Alpine Village. Because he's making bank in LA for doing nothing. But but everybody that, that, would sign for that, dude. Would you? 
I he's would. Already, no, he's already signed for that. He is already guaranteed that six point five million dollars, regardless if saying. it's paid in one season or is, if or if it's spread out in ten. It doesn't matter. There's no reason to take that type of pay cut for ten years if you can make it in one. Take the money and then just go somewhere else and milk someone else for presumably less money, but you would still have a job. Like that doesn't yeah, make any sense. There's something, but there's yeah. there's something. There's got to be something, and and I gotta feel like this is like a nice big fuck you to, to uh, to everybody else in in that yeah, organization. Yeah, I mean, because it's true. Because I mean, no reason for him to stay in LA. He's got to figure that he's not gonna play. You got to figure that he's fallen out of favor. He knows that the fans or the real fans, not the casual ones, the real fans don't want him here. You know that the Close and Scalotto are not going to put up with his shit the way Klein and Vainas did. We're like, yeah, don't worry about it, dude. We're going to, you know, we're holding your hand here. Don't worry, you know? Like, it, it, it's, it's, uh, you know. Well, these are all things I'm team. hoping. So, I mean, it, it, it really is uh, an, an unfortunate um, situation that, again, it, that, that Chris Klein and company got us into uh, a few years ago and that is still continuing to bite us in the ass. Because even next season, as I was trying to say earlier, if Zlatan says, you know what, I'm done, there's your DP. But what if he doesn't? What if he says, you know what, I want another year here in LA. I'm happy. I was still productive. Um, yeah. You know, I, I didn't quite accomplish what I really wanted to. We're just short an MLS Cup. I want to keep going. There's your DP. If Jonathan, his contract is still going, there's your DP. That's two. What if the 1.5 was just for this season? And the next season, you pay him the five million, which will raise him right back up to a DP. And the next season would be his last season. Guess who's out? Allison Dreen is gone. So that whole oh, we got saved from Allison Dreen uh, not being here. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to sweat that out another year. But but look, Allison Dreen is gone it's anyway. Possible. That's his, next year. This year is his last year. Right, but he said, "I want to stay here for another three years." If he sure. doesn't stay for but three years, that doesn't mean that he's gonna stay, Louis. We can, no, sell, we can sell. We can sell him in the summer think, to Par, yeah. to Parma, or is it Parma that, that's looking at him? We can sell him in the summer yeah. for a profit. You theoretically well, gonna, yes. Look at first of all, he's going to get a lot more valuable this season. He definitely is. Look at it, it's going to happen. So it's so depending on who Parma or whoever, something. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some new buyers coming right, up. But, so that but, I mean, you, you could injury, th- that depends on. His 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 production this year. His production, yeah, yeah, and I don't and I don't, I don't doubt it. I really don't doubt it. You know he'll play really well. You know he'll he'll, oh, he'll be. Oh, I know he's going to give hundred and ten percent. That that that's yeah. not what what I'm trying to say. But when he's saying I want to be in L.A. for the next three years, if I'm not here, it's on the galaxy. Okay, and my point is, if next season you're in that DP, you know, uh, dilemma again. Well, technically you don't because Allison Genie is out of contract. You're going to say to Alice Drini, you're going to have to tam yourself down. You think he's going to do it? I highly doubt it. So guess no. what? He won't be in a Galaxy uniform. So it's not the fact that, oh, well, his contract's up anyways. It's the fact that you probably would have signed him again if Gio was not currently, you know, still owed $5 million, which would still make him a DP uh, player you don't, you in don't 2020. Know that. I don't know that. But these are all hypotheticals that can happen. This is still this is still a guy that that is infecting us to at least next season, and this is how it affects this team. So like okay. this, the the, the the this shit is still not it's still not done in 2019. That it's a, a problem in itself. And of course, this is 
that Gloss is trying his best to, you know, to get out of this shithole that Chris Klein put him in. That, that that's that's a pretty deep shithole. I really can't find anything else in there. Okay. That's yeah, kinda... <laughs> so we're from talking the about shit rise, from the shit rises bronze. From the shit rises. All right, there we enough. go. There uh, so we the are. galaxy. The galaxy officially announced today that uh, the. They will be unveiling a statue in front of the diggity on March 2nd, uh, the, uh, ahead of the, the game against Chicago. Uh, and that statue will be none other than Mr. David Beckham, current minority owner of Miami FC. No, wait, is it Inter-Miami no. FC? In- it is Inter-Miami. FC. Inter-Miami? Yeah. Yeah. Enter, not enter, enter. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's just it's what it sounds like, though. It's like, come, uh, enter So, yeah, Miami. so we're, we're, the, the Galaxy is going to is gonna put a statue in front of the stadium, and that statue is going to be David Beckham. Now, this has become a bit of a hot-button topic as well. So, uh, so we're sticking with all the hot-button topics here at the, at the top of the show here. Um, Bobby, what are your thoughts about David Beckham getting a, a, a statue in front of the diggity. You know what? I'm fine with it. It's not a big deal to me. Yes, we could have had better other players that we would have had as statues. I mean, Who's I your- was thinking, I was thinking, you know, it would even be cheaper if we had Cienfuegos because he's shorter. So it's less <laughs> bronze. So, Aww. you know, even with Kobe, you know, también. I, I- I know. I know. Certainly, if they would have put a Cienfuegos uh, statue in front of the diggity, all the uh, all the the Salvadorian people who jumped on the LAFC bandwagon because they signed uh, Zelaya would jump back over uh, to Maybe. to to the Galaxy to um, you know to get their picture with the Cienfuegos shirt. I mean, with the Cienfuegos uh, statue. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, un- I mean, I understand why it's Beckham. I mean, I understand. I mean, he he did he did he did create a, a major shift in the league, and within the team. So I mean, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, I I think people are getting like people are getting really upset about this, and this this really did when they announced this. A lot of people got like upset about it about it. And what were they saying? And they were saying like, oh, there's a ton of other players that get uh, that should get a statue before. David Beckham does, you know, a lot of people were saying, look, Robbie Keane uh, has been the most successful DP in, in the history of the league. He should be getting a statue. And uh, I don't disagree with that. I think that Robbie Keane absolutely deserves a statue. I think that Landon Donovan deserves a statue. I think Kobe Jones and, and, and Mauricio Cienfuegos deserve a statue. Um, but the... The world, like as uh, the ride squad, actually, uh, uh, sorry, the squadcast, talk about this a little bit. Like nobody's gonna come take pictures outside of hardcore Galaxy fans with a Kobe Jones statue or yeah, not the a, biggest percentage. No, yeah, there's gonna be a few out there, but you already see the Galaxy promoting the uh, the tag out there, hashtag Beckham statue. Um, that's that's gonna be their bread and butter. That's gonna be the thing that they're that they're gonna expect people to go after. And, um, and you know, it'll be, a, again, it'll be a point of pride uh, toward the stadium. Now, say what you will about David's Beck- David Beckham's time here. I think we have uh, all felt pretty much the same about his time. Like, man, when he came over, it was a big deal. When we saw what we got what we from had. him. 
what we the had level, for two years. Yeah, the, the level of, <laughs> of interest that he took in the team and the way he his people tried to dismantle it uh, from the inside was horrible. But then he tore his Achilles, and in losing the ability to go to the World Cup that year, um, he came back humbled, I think. And he came back a different David Beckham. Like, we got a David Beckham who, you know, it would have been nice to have that David Beckham when he came over at 31. But we had a 33 or 30, almost 34-year-old David Beckham that worked his ass off for this team. And he brought us two trophies. Robbie Keane had a lot to do with that. Uh, yes. With that, that other one, the, the, the second one. But, I mean, the guy, the guy's a winner. And the guy put the league and the LA Galaxy on the freaking map. So to say that you are going to, you know, when you think about players who get statues, you think about, okay, these are iconic players. And there's nothing that says icon like David Beckham. So, so I think for me, When you're saying that, you know, fans are not going to, aside from hardcore fans, uh, they're not going to take pictures with Kobe Jones or Cienfuegos. uh, The people that are upset are the hardcore fans. The casual fans will probably be more than happy that they raise a statue of of David Beckham and deservedly so. They'll probably say he is the most deserving of any other uh, Galaxy player or even in, in, in the league. So... You know the, the the hardcore supporters are actually in the minority here. Uh, secondly, as, as I, I always, think, it seems like with the galaxy at, and the decisions. Yes. Right. Um, well, I mean, if your supporters are always going to be there, there's no reason to market to them. Right? We've talked about that as well. But um, but again, that doesn't make it right. There's a certain way to do things. But for me, I think, and I think for a lot of the, those hardcores, it's not about David Beckham getting a statue. I think a majority of them agree that he deserves a statue. I think that there were other people that deserved it before him. I think if Beckham was number three on that statue list, if you erected a statue of Kobe Jones or Landon Donovan and then Robbie Keane or vice versa, whatever, and then David Beckham's number three, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with that. I think it's the fact that of all the players that you could have chosen to be the very first statue it was David Beckham. And I think that that was where the, the anger really came in that if, if down the line, other people get the statue, that's fine. But the fact that David Beckham was the first one is where it, it, it rubbed people the wrong way. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve one. He truly does, but it's just not consistent on who is really the, legendary player of the actual galaxy it's true it's true yeah but it's but it's very consistent with the galaxy's business decisions it's no and it's true just it's true and i guess like i said overall it makes sense and and as you pointed out the 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 riot squad uh squad cast said you're gonna get a lot of people taking pictures with the beckham statue you're not gonna get too many people taking a statue with uh taking a picture with uh with keen or with don uh, donovan or kobe or and honestly, Fuego. this maybe maybe this opens up to actually get more statues. You know, like it's easier to fi- to finance them. Yeah, know, because they can because sh- you could show that the popularity is there right away, 
instead of putting a player that maybe the popularity would be less. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. well the, the funny thing is, is that when this topic uh, or when this debate was going on on Twitter, uh, one of the first things that came to my mind was remember when we first signed him and we were talking about, well, you know, this was the Rocky years and how he wasn't really, you know, committed to the team. He wanted to go play in, in Italy and he wanted to get into the World yeah. Cup. And, uh-huh. and we were talking about how David Beckham was never even the best player on any team that he ever played for. He was, I mean, he was a good player, but he was never the star of any team he played for. Real Madrid, he had mm-hmm. Figo, he had Zidane, you know, you had, um, you know, Manchester. Ronaldo. You had original Ronaldo. Um, it's true. I mean, all those players are were significantly better than Beckham. Uh, in Manchester United, uh, who was the veteran on that team? Like, he wasn't even better than that guy. Uh, and then he came to the Galaxy, and you can, and, you know, for what he showed us, you can make the case that, well, Robert Keane was better and even Landon Donovan was better. So sure. he was never he was never the best player on any team. And yet we're still having that debate of, look, he wasn't even the, you know, the best player on the galaxy. He wasn't even the, the most iconic or the most legendary. And here he is getting that well, celebrity status. Also, and, and, but also, also he, but he did his 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 uh, persona and character changed to the fans those last two years as well. He did a lot of effort. He did a lot of work. Yeah, and, I mean, um, he even knew. though he, he wasn't the amends. best person, yeah, yeah, he, but also he like, almost also, fought with a guy I mean, in the stands. I, I, well, yeah, but that was because he was his pig-headedness as well. But I don't like. I don't agree that he came back humbled. I just, I just think he's like, oh well, this is what I have now. That's it. This is this is this is this is the only yeah. th- this is this is the only thing I'm playing for now. This is all I yeah, have. Yeah, that's so pretty let much me, it. Let me, so let me focus now. Let me focus. That's pretty, that's that's what I saw. I didn't see him come back humble. I'm like, oh okay, no. Um, but, I agree I mean, with Bobby. I agree with Bobby. I mean, but, as but, soon as the World he, Cup was gone, he had nothing else yeah. to play for. Yeah, exactly. No, he was not. He no more on loan. No more reason. He had that injury. You know. Um, anyways, but. Those last two years that we had him, he really did go balls to the wall. I mean, sometimes I'm, I remember in the stands going, "Calm the fuck down, Bex. Calm the fuck down." <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he would no go, one, he would like chase. No down one people, ran like, to nuts. the referee to complain like Beckham. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he did. You know, he 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 did heighten the team in those last two years. But yes, Lewis is right. He wasn't. He really wasn't one of the better players on the team. Yeah. I mean, overall, look, look, and, yeah, and and and, and, and when you guys. Let me let me sum it up for you guys because uh, I was going through AJ Delagarza's uh, Instagram today because he he had his his third child. Uh, congratulations to the Delagarza family. Uh, AJ D two is uh, is I believe the initials of the baby. So congratulations. Uh, but I was going through his uh, Instagram and I came across a photo of um, I I don't remember the news publication, but the headline read I think maybe it was People Magazine or something. The headline read world's most powerful man meets Obama. And it was when the galaxy went to, um, to the white house when, uh, after they won one of their MLS cups. And so, you know, obviously that's very tongue tongue in cheek, but you could say that the sort of the, 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 the star of David Beckham and, and, uh, Barack Obama were very much the same. um, I'm sure that people recognize Beckham quicker than they would Obama if you put him in Around a land. Around the world. Around the world. Right, right, right. Not in the United States, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I mean, like, the, that, that, goes, that goes to show right there. The I mean, like, that's why you put a, a statue of David Beckham. Because remember, this is a, this is a team 
an organization that is trying to win the battle of the, you know, the uh, Los Angelinos. And yes, there's that section of uh, Angelinos that are hardcore and they, they don't care, you know, about the, the, the players of a team after they're, they're gone, they're there for the team and they're there to support them. That's, that's one section of, of the fans, but you also have this other big market that they're still trying to tap into. And that's just the, you know, the everyday people that they want to come out and possibly convert them to the galaxy. And this is, I think, you, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll touch back on this at the end of the season. This might be a thing that brings more interest to the team. Could be. I mean, it, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. And uh, and the the people that will probably be happy and wouldn't really care and would agree that Beckham deserves to be the first one to get a statue are the fans that he actually brought in. So, you know, so because they weren't there before he came well, in, yeah, he really did put sure. MLS no, on, totally on the map. Sure. So, um, I mean, like I said, I don't have a big problem with it. Uh, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. At the end of the day. What are we gonna do? We just have to accept it, right? I mean, it I'm is what fine. it is. Like you know, and I, I'm not about to go pick it, you know, because someone else was more deserving. It is what it is. Well, I, I think that he was, um, you know, he did enough for for the league, and that's pretty much what it is. And I think that's another reason. It's for the league, not necessarily yeah, for, the, not just for, for the for the team. galaxy. I love you know. I love how Lewis is like, you know, yeah, we finished dead last uh, two years ago. We couldn't make the playoffs with Zlatan. We we've have all these bad contracts, but I'm gonna go pick. I'm I'm not gonna go pick it because of this statue. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pick it but, for something else. But but to be but to be honest, like it's it's a look back to a different era. That that era is no longer here uh, for the galaxy. We've are already almost crossed into. But uh, you know we've had an era that's coming on, hopefully. And now a new era is beginning. And that era is that of the Baros Scalotto regime. So let's talk about the first official preseason game under Baros Scalotto. And uh, let's talk about Galaxy versus Toronto. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, I was let's do hoping it. you guys would chime in. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I like to leave things hanging. <laughs> you know how well, I like to do that. Well, you can't you can't do that while your mother in law's there. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, that one's weird. Um, <laughs> it got funnier for me. Bobby got <laughs> like it got like like it rolled like it rolled down. It got funnier. It was funny. That was good. <laughs> All right, so let, let, let's go ahead and pick up uh, where David you know left us hanging. Galaxy uh, so versus the, TFC. Galaxy in versus the wind, Toronto. Uh, first game at the Diggity. Uh, the first preseason officially. game. Yeah, well, I mean, at the Diggity, I meant. Uh, so, 1-1 uh, draw uh, against uh, Toronto. Uh, pretty much what you're going to see, minus uh, the forwards, uh, a uh, starting lineup. B plus? B plus yeah, B+. Plus. Yeah, you don't see he had no Zlatan uh, on the field as a uh, but it precaution. Was expected. Yeah. Uh, I think Salota had said that leading up to the game that he wasn't going to play it just as a precaution. Uh, Ola Kamara was not in the game uh, due to, I believe it was the flu. And um, so those are your two guys that were pretty much missing. And if you want to count Gio because of injury, quote unquote, injury. Um, his feelings are pretty, hurt. pretty, his feelings are, yeah, 
whatever. He has uh, a, strained, a strained ego. Enough, uh, <laughs> enough geo talk, guys. This is horrible. Um, no, so yeah. Not? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what For I'm real. saying. Yeah. This is this is Lewis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is me. This is me in a nutshell. Um, but no. Uh, what did you guys think of the game? Well, they they came out in a, a four four one one or like a four two three one earth below. Sorry. Um, and uh, I I thought they played well. I thought in the first you know sixty five minutes they they played well. Like I don't recall Toronto really having that much. Um, of the ball. I don't recall them having too many chances. Like there was a few half chances here and there, but I thought the galaxy pretty much controlled the game. Hmm. They played fine individually. Um, I think everybody did uh, like C plus and above. Um, but I mean, in, in the, in the first half, we weren't really doing well. I mean, we we were, we were pretty much defending a lot and we, it was really hard for us to stay in midfield until it got to like the 20th minute. And then we were starting to get a little bit more of a actual, um, uh, rhythm. rhythm. And, um, but you know, I mean, it was, it was really good to see, you know, our new players out there. Um, it was, it was really good to see, uh, Cuello, Polenta, Antuna, all of them, and um, it and you can really see that um, those those all sound like different they, ways to have shrimp. By the way, that does. Yeah, I should ask that. Like next time, I get like <laughs> ask for mariscos. I'm like uno cuello, polenta y antuna. Los mariscos, okay, por favor. You know, and they're like, oh shit, okay. Um, let me ask the chef. But <laughs> but no, I know. I mean, but it it, it I I really I really dig that. Um, we can tell that the, the the players are really were really uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to go, I'm I'm looking for they were they were um, they were aggressive and they really run, wanted to really work hard you know throughout the game. One of the the biggest takeaways that I got from this game and there's quite a few um, is the confidence that these players were playing with was something that should not be overlooked. This was a confidence I have not seen in this team pretty much since the the, the, the Robbie Keane era. Um, on the ball, like they, they knew exactly what they wanted to do. The off-the-ball movements were better than I've seen in a very, very long time. Everyone knew their jobs, their roles. They knew where they had to be, when they had to be there. It was... Um, Obviously, it wasn't perfect, and you can't expect it to be um, after just one preseason game. But this is something that should get better um, as the season rolls on, and it looks really, really good. Um, we now know that Diego Polenta is the real deal, and for a guy who's— Well, hold on. It's one game. It's it one I'm, 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 I'm it's waiting 60 for him. I'm minutes. waiting for Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay. I'm waiting for him. Like, but here's the thing. Yeah. The real Calm down, dude. Come on. Calm down. Just did, shut up. Did Michael Ciani <laughs> impress you in the first game? No, we knew okay. right away. But that, yeah. but there is okay. a vast difference here. Difference. Which is exactly my point. How long did it take us for Jorgen Shelvik to really show his... His de- defensive liabilities. You know what I mean? Like it, t- it, right, it wasn't apparent go, the first game, okay. the first preseason either, either, game. Either so way, calm either, down with the real way, deal. 
either way as a whole they the game wasn't fantastic it wasn't like stir crazy incredible it wasn't like i didn't there, it, there was there was nothing to really really jump on other than we're playing cohesive that's all that's really yeah. it that's happening right yeah. now we're playing cohesive at the moment that's actually you know uh, medium level little rated at six out of ten you know I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you guys should be excited because we're winning MLS Cup, but what you saw oh, was man, a vast, the way was a vast different from even last season, even in the preseason game. You can tell with the fluidity that these guys were playing yes, with on we're, the offensive side. If we're putting you last season's t- preseason with this preseason, yes, there's a difference. But go th- mm. go through go, go through the the way we played, like how sloppy we played during the season in in, in the summer. It doesn't have to be preseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the confidence that, just, that they were showing saying. on the ball is not I'm something that you saw last just, year at all. It just ever. looks like there's some co- cohesion. That's pretty much it. It's just not that much. Yes, they had a little bit more confidence on the ball, you know, but they didn't really do too much with it. Remember, both goals are actually were both auto auto goals. Wh- which we didn't make. We didn't make the goal. <laughs> you did. With that body. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. There were two mistakes, and that's why it turned into a one-one. Yeah, but I mean, but it, it, but th- well, think about if Zlatan or Kamara. Nah, was you playing. think about it. Yeah, no, I know definitely. But I'm saying okay. that's why don't don't go too crazy because this is the team we're talking about right now. Okay, so now put Zlatan and Kamara in there. You don't think the scoreline would have been different? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah oh, hold on. Put, hold on. Put Zidane on Toronto. Now what's the scoreline? Oh no. <laughs> okay. That, that's that, Lewis, that's a pretty thing. Okay, okay, because you're because so you're the one, so dumb, Lewis. You're the one that. that always like has us. You know, I don't want to go crazy because this preseason the game doesn't matter. So oh, yeah, it, yes, it does. Yes, I, nobody is saying that the Galaxy didn't play better and there were a lot of positive things. But you know, maybe don't sw- don't swing that bat. You know, too so wildly is what Bobby and I are saying. Um, yes. I, I fair, thought, fair so, so let's, so let's talk about some of the, the, the standout players. As Bobby said, um, there was, there was two own goals. Um, the, the own goal that came in the 55th minute, um, off of, uh, Toronto defender, Rolf Felcher, try to, to head the ball back, uh, and flick it on into the area and it deflected off the guy, went in the net. Cool. Yeah. Good. The galaxy created the chance. And sometimes stuff like that happens. And the same thing on the other same, side. Same. And granted, yeah, yeah. granted, on the other side, it was way later in the game, and the and the Galaxy had already made wholesale changes. And it's, you know, more more than one person kind of noticed that. Like, look, here's um, here is uh, Sarah's and Polenta starting together. So it's interesting that they didn't go with Romney and Polenta because that's the one we assumed that was going to be the. Um, the starter and you know i thought that the pairing was fine and i think that there's going to be some changes happening in the in the next game um and probably throughout the season but it is what it is romney unfortunately was the one that was there that the the ball got deflected off of and it went into the the back of the galaxy's net from uh, from toronto but you know stuff like that happens and and this is the time to work those things out so you can't take you can't like over, try to overanalyze that, right? Um, I'm not sure. I, I agree with. Look, I think we're just happy that we don't look like shit, right? In this Lewis? in this particular game, <laughs> in, in this, this particular, particular game, game yeah. uh, starting off, yeah. just saying, starting off the the season, I'm just, I'm we just, just trying feel to, I'm like just, we don't I, look like shit. 
I mean, I mean, uh, the, 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 what, what I'm trying to say, like, again, I, I'm not swinging the bat hard, but look at the stuff that you were looking for. Look at the stuff that you had an eye on going into this game. And yet, you, you, yes, you're not going to put your stock into this one game. You're not going to put all your stock into the next game. You're not even going to put your entire stock on March 2nd. But you want to see signs of something that could be better than last season, and you saw it. You saw that, well, I want to see what Diego Polenta brings. The guy was, I thought saw in the back is he ready no he's not but there was a lot of the moments that you saw dude this guy is where he's supposed to be that guy is not shaky that guy is not going to take a long time to get accustomed to the league you saw if you're paying attention you saw that okay this guy was a good signing he was good reinforcement he's not the savior and i said that already so you know, so far so good. You paired him up with Steris. All right, how do they combine? I thought Steris had a solid game. Was it his best game ever? No, but I thought he was solid. Again, he was where he was supposed to be. He did. He looked confident going in in for challenges, and he won most of them. The pairing seems to have worked. Shovek as a left back. Okay, how did that work out? I thought he was phenomenal. I th- yeah, I thought Shovek was really good. Like he looks so really comfortable. Good. He looks so comfortable. In, in that spot, like it's it's good, it's promising to me. Is like great. That seems like it's more suited for him. Let's see how he does against different competition. Different let's competition. Be honest, right. This is this is a Toronto without that much speed up top. They had, you know, they they have Terrence Boyd on the mm-hmm. roster. He's not fast. You know, Giovinco's gone. So like if Gio, I'm sure Giovinco would have caused way more problems for Stairs and Polenta and Shelvick. Had he been on this roster, oh, but he absolutely. was, but he's not. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. it's a different. And I look. agree with that. It's a different look, and we're playing Vancouver next. That's a, that's going to be a different look. Hi Kamara is it? Especially is he since with Vancouver still as well. No, he's not with Vancouver anymore. He went to Colorado. Never mind. Um, again, Vancouver, different team. So we'll see what what the team looks like. Um, I thought that uh, Emil Quayle who I, the Galaxy is going to end up signing either uh, either for the, the first team or for Galaxy 2 and then loan him because he was in the starting lineup. He trained with the first team, uh, or sorry, he trained with the starters, and I thought he looks really good. He seems like the kind of guy that, in a pinch, he could provide a spark. Yep, that's another positive, another encouraging thing, that your mm-hmm. draft pick, a guy that, you know, you... you um, an organization that at least at least under Bruce Arena didn't really have too much stock in uh, in the uh, the college draft. Um, you had the Colossus and Scalotta go out there, didn't really know too much about the college system, and then pick this kid out and like, okay, you know, is he going to be a superstar? No, but it looks like okay, this guy can fit the system. This guy can go in there and provide something off the bench or provide something that we may need, you know, down the road. And uh, at least for me, again. It, it's a guy that showed confidence on the ball, a guy that wanted to be out there. Um, uh, going on with that list of players, you had Antuna making uh, his debut, and everyone wanted to see how how uh, how he really did. Well. I thought he did really well too. And then paired up with Shelvick behind them, those two. I mean, it looks like that combination is at least again this game. It looked like they were on the same page. But the thing is, that's the whole point of everyone was playing cohesively. That's a huge step. That is a yeah. massive step. So it's not just something small that we can just pass by. The fact that you're already seeing that cohesiveness in just 
the first preseason game and the fact that it could should no, theoretically no, get better like that yeah. is an incredibly uh encouraging sign and you can also see that you know uh behind the line with the coaching staff everything looked pretty cohesive as well with everybody really communicating and um really really doing what they should be doing as well as after the game david right after the game they still had uh warm uh practices and warm-ups uh, uh some of the players yeah uh after the game the players that did not play a lot of minutes so the a lot of the guys that played like 60 minutes did not partake in this, but that was a post-train post-game training session, um, and uh, they were out there like half hour after the game, basically like running practice, and that's something that I that I don't recall ever seeing. Um, yeah, I, a lot of people that have followed the galaxy for a long time says that this is new; they've never seen that. Uh, someone on Twitter. Um... The, with the uh, the name, uh, if I'm um, mispronouncing this, I, I apologize. Uh, it just says A. Lopez, A-Y-E Lopez, uh, tweeted out um, the picture of, of them training after the game was over. He said, no disrespect to the recent coaches that we've had, but it's good to see a top-level coach take over the LA Galaxy. It's all work 24-7, no bullshit. And, you know, here's the thing, and, and, and I kind of second that sentiment and, and it's one of the reasons why i said scroto was my top pick in 2016 that look this is a guy that's going to be theoretically on another level this guy came through the argentine ranks they are far more advanced technically uh um than we are he is going to bring something to this league as a coach the way he did as a player during his time here in mls and you're starting to see that he is really, I mean, I don't know. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Zlatan has, you know, has um, trained with something similar, if not maybe more oh, intense, you yeah. know. Um, but I can, you know. This is pretty standard you, around the world. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly my point. It's not cheeseburger but, coaching. Right. No, it's true. Because players like, say, oh. Romney. I didn't mean or, it that way. <laughs> it's... <laughs> hey, man. I just, I, heard, mean, I just heard David go, ouch. I was like, damn, could we have gone through that without it, without... Anyways, I I know what you meant, but I mean, players (laughs) like Romney, players like Steris, you know, players like uh, Jameson or maybe even Kamara, they probably have never seen this before. This actually might be a shell shock to them. And it's a good thing. The fact that there is this shift in culture. I mean, he even uh, said, look, before we can even talk about winning, we got to get our mentality straight. We got to learn how to win again. We got to know how to win again. And I think that he is really, really, I mean, them. he's really conditioning them for a very long season. And I think he's mentally conditioning them as well. Yes, part, absolutely. Part of the reason why they're playing so, you can say, yes, they were playing with confidence. They, you can also be saying, hey, they're playing for their jobs. This is a coach that's going to say like, hey, man, just because you're making this much money doesn't mean you're going to be guaranteed to play. If this guy's putting in more effort and this guy is in better, uh, better form than you are, I'm going to have no problem putting him in over you. And, you know, going back to that Geo thing, the reason why I think it's going to happen, Perry Kitchen is making, what, half a million dollars this year? Maybe 600000 I don't know exactly remember how much the contract is, but it's definitely half a million dollars. Legit is the starter. You would think that Kitchen might be his backup. It wasn't. It was Carrasco. It was a guy making $65,000 that got the starting nod over Kitchen, and Kitchen looks to have fallen in third in that depth chart. That's massive. 
that you have a guy that's five hundred uh, and that that half a million dollars in TAM money, and he's number three, and one behind the guy making sixty five thousand dollars. So yeah, I kind of believe Escaloto. If Gio isn't putting in the work, if he's not going to bring it into the team, there's no reason for him to bring it uh, to to bring him on. If he's just going to hurt the team. Well, he's building enough depth for sure. So I mean, yeah. it, it's uh, it, it's a brand new day, and again, that too is an incredibly uh, encouraging sign. So, again, like maybe I, I, I'm not telling you guys to get excited that we're winning MLS Cup, but we're definitely headed in the correct direction. We're going in the way that we're supposed to be going, no, finally. No, it, it look, things look on the up and up, for sure. We were just bringing, bringing that rocket down because you were really <laughs> launching up into space, bro. So we just needed to bring it down you for were, a second. Yeah, you were, you, you were on the space jump uh, balloon, and it was, it was kind of drifting out above the atmosphere there. So we, we want to bring it back down. Th- thank you for pulling me back. Thank, thank you for pulling me back. Um, <laughs> did, you guys see, did you guys see the, the thing that uh, I, I think it was Adam Serrano put out about um, – uh, Emil Quayle, uh, he talked to him after after his uh, he got his start, and he said that uh, Juninho actually gave him some words of encouragement because he was really nervous uh, to start the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, he, I, I did, I did, I did see it. Yeah, so Juninho basically, you know, calmed him down and and told him, you know, look, go out there, have fun, play your game, uh, you know, enjoy enjoy the moment. And Quayle said, you know, as soon as he got the his first touch on the ball. He felt a lot better, and and um, and then he just kind of like got over it and started playing his game. But he was super nervous uh, to to start, and I thought he was one of the bright spots and on the team. Um, yeah. Again, you you have a guy like Juninho coming back who who made his return to the field, and I think everybody was super happy about Juninho coming oh, back yeah. on the field. Um, he he came he comes back and and he's already showing he's proving why he's here. He's yep. here to help us learn how to win again. Yep. Um, th- he's going to be the only Galaxy player that was around for that's any a, of those championships. The he's, the, he's, the, uh, he's the real veteran. Yeah, he really is. And we talked about it that this guy is a, a fantastic locker room guy, and he's already showing it. He's already showing it, you know, mentoring these these young kids into, hey, you know what? You know, do your thing. Play your game. You'll be fine. Um, so that that is... Um, Again, another great sign right there. And, you know, I don't think there was any doubt about what Junino would have brought to the team and to the locker room. So um, that is to be expected. You know what the, uh, the, the funny thing is, is that everyone that we were looking out for, that we had an eye on, impressed one way or the other. Yeah. Um, even Araujo, really Araujo, Araujo went in there after uh, um, uh, subbing in for Felcher. And he looked like a guy that wants to make this team because he's on trial. Yeah, is you know, he the guy? I, I, is he the guy that got beat on the cross though? Um, I well, you know what? Yeah, I think so. Um, but before, well, let me get to that because that was actually one of the, the points. Because before that happened, in fact, immediately before that happened, the Galaxy missed a golden opportunity to score the second and pretty much put the game out of reach in the 87th minute. As soon as that ball was missed, it went the other ways. But it was Arahu who actually started the uh, the build up uh, to the the scoring chance. Yeah. So maybe and it was, was and, it, the other and it was Efren Alvarez who missed that chance. Yeah. So so uh, that's what what I was gonna say. Of all the people that you were looking at, that you wanted to see how they did, Efren Alvarez was probably also on the top of that list. Where like, oh my god, like he's gonna get a chance to play, and everyone was excited. And he was the one who impressed the least. 
Missing yeah, two you know, sitters. The, the, the crowd's energy went way up when uh, Alvarez stepped on the field. Like people got excited um, whenever he touched the ball, and pretty early on, he he had a. Uh, I think he took a, a a touch that was a little bit too long, and and it went to the goalie. Um, but you know, he, this is here's a what 16, 17 year old kid who's making his. Uh, who's getting time with the first team? I mean, that that's going to take yeah. some time. Of course. I mean, I'm I'm not going to write the kid off. Um, I mean, some people were always saying, "Oh, he's not ready for prime time." Like, wow, he he was in there for like 15 minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. Calm down. He, he isn't. Gonna, calm yeah. down. He isn't. But chill out. Like, yeah. I mean, he, he's. Thank he, you, I Mr. Mean, Obvious. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I I just thought it was ironic that 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 the one guy who probably would have impressed. Um, didn't was the one guy who probably didn't, and the one who probably got uh, uh, the negative feedback. But again, don't write the kid off. The guy's 16 years old, he'll be fine. Um, uh, he has a lot to grow into, a lot. Yeah, to, plus, exactly. he came in, plus, he came in after most of the, the, the starters were gone, so right. you have a yeah, bunch it of was other a very guys. weird game by that point. Like, nobody really gelled. And the way I'm going to defend, um, his that that missed chance that right before um, Toronto came back and scored, uh, I think it was Arahu who took it down, and he he actually out muscled the defender, um, and and that was one of the that was the play that, I, that that comes to mind when I'm saying this guy is playing for a starting role or the guy is playing to to be on the first team because the guy really worked his ass off, um, and again that's, I'm sure that's the Scalotto effect as well, and then he 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 passed the ball to I forgot who it was, but that player dummied it. I'm not sure if it was. Pontius or maybe it was someone else, but they dummied the pass and maybe Alvarez just wasn't ready for it. Maybe he was just like expecting the guy just to, you know, either take the shot or, you know, you know, uh, accept the pass and then look up and then find him. But instead dummied it. Maybe he just had to hurry a shot where he wasn't expecting it. And that's why his shot was, you know, way off. And it did look like he got you know the, the way the the, tra- the trajectory of the ball went, it did look like he was just late on the ball. So maybe that's what it was. He just wasn't expecting the dummy. But um, I will say this: this is the stuff that better happen in preseason. Um, the one thing that did go through my head, albeit you know through nobody's really you know no no fault. I'm not going to blame Romney for the own goal. It's just an unfortunate deflection. Um, late goals, fix that. Those are two drop points that would have happened if this was the regular season. I'm sure it'll be addressed. I'm sure, like, you know, even if it was garbage time, even if it was, look, my B and C squad is in there, I'm sure Scalotto is not going to make excuses. He's going to address that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, overall, like I said, no, I mean, it's it, a lot of encouraging signs, guys. A lot of encouraging signs. I'm going to go back into space now. All right. Uh, so... <laughs> So what we have to look forward to is this coming weekend, the Galaxy will play Vancouver at the OC Great Park. Um, this event is for season ticket members only because the OC Great Park is a very small venue. Um, and and we do have to say, because I ran into um, Josh at halftime, is uh, Josh is having a live show at uh, Taps Brewery in Orange County. And uh, I've I will be there um, for the live show. I'm not sure if I'm going to the game yet, but uh, but I think I, I will be. So I will be there as a as a fan of uh, of Corner of the Galaxy. 
So, uh, so you know, if if there's anybody, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there is nobody, and if there is, I, I'd like to meet you that uh, does not <laughs> listen to Corner of the Galaxy and also, but listens to us. Uh, you should go check it out. Uh, go go onto uh, Josh's website. Go find out uh, information about that event. Um, it's going to be a lot of uh, independent galaxy um, people who cover the, the galaxy independently. Um, there it's kind of going to be kind of a who's who, uh, there and, and, uh, that event should be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. And then I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, I believe the game is going to be streaming on, uh, on the galaxy's website or somewhere. Um, I don't know if this one has uh, the ability to, to be, uh, on TV. Yeah, I, I think it's just, uh, streaming. Uh, I don't think it's going to be on spectrum and certainly not going to be on an ESPN or Fox. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm hoping yeah, so that the, the, the website is. It. Yeah, good luck finding it. Uh, get get one of your friends who's at the stadium. Have it, you know, have them Skype you or something. The, the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we can all do like. Uh, Lewis, you know, use your cam show. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it all man it, sits on it ball. It all comes full circle, dude. <laughs> it all comes full circle. It always does. It always does. That's great. That's great. By speaking of which, it's almost it's almost ten thirty. Uh, <laughs> we're almost so, there, guys. Make yeah, sure you turn on <laughs> this show. So, so, so with that, with that said, uh, we look forward uh, to uh, to seeing you guys all out at the uh, at the Galaxy and uh, Vancouver game at the OC Great Park. Uh, for those of you who we ran into at the stadium um, and got stickers from us, uh, Bobby, what's that dude's name? Um, Oh, don't put Victor? me on blast. Yeah, was it I don't, was it I Victor? I'm, I'm I think the guy's name is Victor. We met a, a dude who I think he said he went to school like what three hours from the stadium. Yeah, yeah. And he was gave him a couple drive. stickers. He said he was going to put them up on his like uh, his he was community board. Some, yeah, he was going to tweet us some pictures of of the, the st- where he puts the stickers on. What he puts the stickers yeah. on. We also we also got a chance to say hi to uh, Delmi Barrias, who um, came down uh, to to uh, at halftime to to. Uh, Say hello to us and get a sticker, and and uh, we invite her on the pod. So hopefully we'll be getting her her on uh, as well. Uh, she was very nice. Um, mm-hmm. She almost didn't uh, get get back up because as she was coming down, she realized she didn't have her press pass, and then the guy sent her, you know, the the um, security guard sent her back to go get it. So thanks uh, to Delmi for for coming down and saying hello. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, so. Um, it's, it's nice. It, man, it felt really good to be back at the stadium. Uh, it's good to be back at the diggity. Although there was a boxing match happening that day and all the food, right. like all the good food was, um, yeah, they took all our good breweries off. and yeah. our good food so they I'm, I'm good from us. That, but, uh, <laughs> hopefully, you know, not the following weekend, uh, David, I think they, Lewis, they Colorado, David, Lewis, David and I went to go get beer. Was it at, at halftime? Yeah. We went to go get some beer, and the line behind where we were sitting was super long. So Dave was like, "Let's go over here." So we went all the way over there, and we, that's when we saw the everything was blocked off. So we went to a different uh, area, and we stand stood there for a long time. Uh, a long we time. We did not move once. Not once. Not a, not an inch. I wow. felt like they were socializing. I felt like they were just all like saying, yeah. So David and so David's like, "Well, let's just go to the regular stands. You know, it's all they're all empty." So we went over there. We got a, two beers real quick. We walked back all the way back to our seats, and guess who, who was standing right in front of our, our freaking uh, pathway to get to our seats? 
a dude with the cooler with Modelo's. And he's like, Modelo! Modelo! And I'm like, where the fuck were you, man? So. <laughs> no, what happened was, Bobby walked up, we, we were walking back with our sweet beers, because, man, I, oh, that's Bobby, right. you said they were like super sweet. They, they, they were tasted, Modelo's, they but they were like, like yeah, yeah, they, they tasted they, super like sugary. Loops were in there. <laughs> and and we got back and Bobby sees the Modelo guy and, and he says, where the hell were you, man? We were looking, we were trying to get, we're, we had to go all the way around the stadium to, to, to get a beer. And then he starts going, Modelo, Modelo. <laughs> and face. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and like, so we yeah. get back to our, we get back to our seats. We sit down, we're enjoying our beer. And then we look up and then here's another guy. With walking beer, up and down, walking up and down the, the stand. Like, serious, man? It's like it, it really felt like Charlie Brown. Why can't you do this in first <laughs> half? Like, why didn't they do this in the first half? Anyways, all right. I, that's yeah. Funny. Do we have anything else to say? Any more final thoughts? That was yeah, my we, final we, thought, to be honest. <laughs> as, as we were talking to Delmi, I look over my shoulder, and there's Alex Morgan mm-hmm. uh, chasing after a kid. And I turned to Bobby, and I was like, "Hey, I think that's Alex Morgan." And then I turn around, like. It is Alex Morgan, but then she was gone. So shout out, my, Madam Serrano. She walked in my blind spot the entire time I was turning to look. Like she was like in a full blind spot. And I was like, ooh. So yeah. That's, that sucks. But yeah. Yeah. Meh. Um, one final thought for me. Um, I, I attended the um, Ontario Fury game. Oh, playing that's the, right. Uh, I forgot. You should have talked about this at the top. No, this is fine. Right here. It's perfect. I was camming. I was camming. (laughs) No, Um, you have 45 minutes, dude. um, (laughs) uh, So I attended the Ontario Fury game uh, last Thursday. Uh, They play in the major arena soccer league, and they're playing against the San Diego Soccers. And uh, if you're paying attention, uh, Landon Donovan is now playing for the San Diego Soccers uh, in the MASL now, and they were playing against Ontario. So I went down there. Now, uh, Donovan was not going to play. He doesn't play until, I think, this week. I I don't know who they're playing against. Um, But um, he was going to be in attendance, and sure enough, he was there. And um, so after the game's done, like the the players, um, this is the second game I've been to, uh, but the players, even both uh, from... um, both teams uh, will go around and, you know, shake hands with the kids and take pictures with the kids. Uh, and so, you know, the, the hope was that Landon Donovan would do the same thing. And he did. Uh, so um, I got to say what's up to Landon Donovan. I took a p- couple pictures of them. He, he held my, my one-year-old son, and I'm hoping he blessed him with maybe half the skills that he has because, that you know, that should be enough. I need that kid, you know, getting paid through college. Well, I hope he keeps um, his hair, though. He's uh, oh oh no Ethan has Ethan has a full set of hair he'll be fine there um, yeah so did I when I was a baby Lewis that that's true okay fair enough <laughs> that's how it goes um, that's how it goes yeah um, but uh, but yeah it, it was pretty cool you know um, actually I think he doubled back like three times I was able to like you know like to chat at, you know different things at first was just like a real quick oh hey what's up you know I took a picture with him and whatnot and then you know he he made his rounds he came his way back and then by that time. My two stepdaughters had taken a picture and got his autograph. I I didn't even know they got his autograph till after the fact, and then um, and then my girlfriend came down from the stands with uh, with the baby who we thought was about to knock out, and he goes oh and you know so she went down there. I went to go pick up the stuff that she left at the at the seats, and as I'm going down, Donovan already has uh, Ethan like holding him on the field, and so. Um, 
that was pretty cool. And of course, I mentioned the pod and, you know, hoping that he, uh, he'd come on the pod and, you know, uh, talk about his career or just get him on the guest's balls and beers, uh, which, you know, I, I would love just as uh, the same. So, you know, uh, thank you to him because he was, you know, really gracious. And, uh, you know, he was the last guy uh, to leave uh, the, the, uh, the field. So, um, so yeah, that, that was That's actually nice. a pretty cool experience. That's, yeah, it was pretty cool. Really nice. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 146. I'm here with David and Lewis saying goodbye. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. See you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.